right? This video is going to be a little controversial, maybe hit a few uh, sensitive buttons on some people, but this is going to be about why you should avoid and stop doing barbell loaded hip thrust. And then you should actually do reverse hyperextension or just hyperextensions. You want to build stronger glutes, better lower back, better hamstring, perform better uh, for running, sprinting, jumping, explosive movements. It doesn't matter if you're an athlete, powerlifter, strongman, or just a fitness enthusiast. This is why you need to do it because we're going to go over some, a few different studies and, and actually journals that that would support otherwise. I'm not going to say absolute proof, but support otherwise. And um, and how you should actually do it, how you should go about doing it. Um, first off, I'm not saying to never do um, hip thrusts. I'm just saying do not do barbell loaded hip thrust. Okay, you can totally do body weight hip thrust to help with that mind muscle activation. However, when you start loading weights onto uh, your hips, it gets a little dicey. So you see the, the girls in there that are doing four plates, uh, 445s on each side, and they're just hip thrusting, right? Do you see them actually carrying that over to their squat, doing even 315, doing even 225? Do you see them even doing that with deadlifts? Because that's what we're trying to achieve is to have a better lockout position, a better hinge movement, right? Um, you don't see them deadlifting 315. You don't see them deadlifting 405 with their hip thrusting. You don't see them deadlifting 225 for that many reps that they are hip thrusting. Now you can say, well, it's a, it's a hip hinge loaded movement, so we can um, move a more load and a lesser range of motion. But is that really even performing a benefit to our other exercises? And second, for all of you people that are saying, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, the visual image of me on this, I do look smaller. However, you know, I'm not trying to play with the lighting game and stuff, but I mean, I can handle my own guys. So we're going to listen to me about what I get my opinion on this. I choose to be the size that I am because I feel healthy and I am performing better and I'm have a better uh, Wilkes and uh, ratio for my strength to size so keep in mind also i'm six foot tall and i struggle to stay 200 pounds um and not even that whenever i wake up in the morning so i'm going to go ahead and share my screen so again going back to this reverse hypers okay so first off we're going to go to a uh, website for those of you listening it's called Sim simply faster okay so simply is s-i-m-p-l-i faster Com. So this is a, a uh, sports physiologist, uh, specializes in movements, and he works with uh, Olympic athletes uh, or people who are going to become Olympic athletes over at, uh, I believe, Brown University. Yep. And he was the strength coach for the United Air Force Academy, Kim, Gro Kim Goss. So anyways... First off, the reason why we don't really want to do the hip thrust with the barbell loaded uh, hip thrust is because of our spine. And this is what I, again, there's two things that people do in the gym that I see trainers and just people in general. One is barbell loaded hip thrust. The other one I can be on another video. It's putting plates underneath your heels 
during your squats because you have poor ankle mobility and you're trying to compensate and now you're putting a plate underneath your heel and guess what that's doing that's applying pressure on your plantar fascia and if everything if your biomechanics start from your feet and go up you're going to have issues with your knees with your ankles with your hips all this because you're putting plates these plates underneath your heels and it's literally putting pressure on your plantar fascia okay so then first you're going to get plantar fasciitis or you're going to have some sort of uh, uh bursitis within like your 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 bursa right or whether it be your knee your ankle your hip and the other thing the same thing but different concept is putting bands underneath your feet and putting it on deadlifts to do banded deadlifts you're applying force up under your plantar fascia the same thing man you're you just don't get biomechanics you just don't do that because you're putting bands that are like like 70 plus pounds of added tensile load to your deadlift of your deadlifting 315 or 405 like that doesn't make any sense just put it on pins and then don't step on it okay anyways back to this so i'm going to share my screen so our spine it is meant to take a load but it's meant to take a load that is vertical okay so it's column-like structure and it's meant to take that vertical load um, and compression force it's not meant to take this shearing horizontal force that your hip thrust with the bar across your hip are doing okay it's not meant to do that now you're going to cause issues from uh, bulging disc to herniated disc um, and you're going to have that problem not now not tomorrow not three weeks not a month not two months not six months but you're going to get it you're going to get it sooner or later and that's why you're going to die off and not be able to be a fitness enthusiast and do hip thrust anymore you're going to be like oh well we stopped doing hip thrust and now all my videos are going to be with kickbacks on on uh on the stairmaster because that's how i built my glutes at, you know um right so that's my biggest pet peeve with that so again you can do body weighted hip thrust to get the activation you can do band like the hip hip circle so the hip circle from um I mean, why can't i get this thing off so the hip circle from slingshot mark bell's company slingshot uh, like hip circle and you guys see this stuff all the time on people so these little guys right here you can do that and you can um you, you can have that as your opposing force for your hip thrust okay so i would do that and then again go to reverse hypers or even do rdls because that's going to carry over to your deadlifts because why are you why are you choosing to do uh, barbell loaded hip thrust in the first place what are you what are you achieving to get a, a bigger glute or to activate the glute like because there's not studies supporting barbell loaded barbell hip thrust cause growth and glutes not with um keeping maintenance calories not with uh people doing squats doing walking lunges bulgarian split squats rdls these are things that are have been more antidotally supportive to performance in your deadlift in your squat and the aesthetics of your glutes and also your hamstrings and also your biceps femoris so your quads to get that nice sweep and all while keeping a healthy back okay so they actually talk about this on the simply faster is that sprinters 
you should be doing reverse hypers instead of hip thrust. And again, this is all because of that loading force on your spine, that horizontal shearing force. Um, also, they go into even them doing uh, front squats. So front squats for sure, anything to help with the, um, the hamstrings to be able to, to take the, the force of stopping uh, and that explosive movement, right? Because that's usually whenever we tear hamstrings, it's not on the, the sprint itself, but it's usually the slowing down. Uh, it's the way that the muscle takes the, the force. So also we're gonna go to another uh, website. So we're gonna go to barbend.com. I think this is a really great source of uh, information for powerlifters, strongmen, for people who are into strength. And so if you are putting, uh, so if you're putting a uh, loaded barbell on your hips and you're doing maximum weight, obviously you're training for strength. If not, you'd be training for hypertrophy. You do less weight, higher volume. Like you're, that would be the purpose of it, right? But you're trying to add more and more and more and more and more weight. So you're training for strength. So let's take some advice from strength experts and people who actually perform uh, strength movements at, at a um, professional level. So the benefits of the reverse hyper. So again, I like the reverse hyper. First of all, you gotta keep it under control. So this is the reverse hyper machine. You can add momentum whenever you swing it up. So if you bring your, um, if your feet come under and you're, you're closing the hinge of your hip, then you swing it out. You need to be able to control that momentum rather than it pulling you back and then you use the momentum to, to thrust it back. So that's the way that you're gonna activate your glutes. And that's what this journal study uh, on, again, this is gonna be on um, the journal of strength and conditioning research. And so if you're part of like, um, if you're a strength and conditioning specialist, if you're uh, NSCA certified, things like that, um, you know, physiologist, <laughs> you, you get these journals, okay? And these journals come out uh, monthly and they even say in here, that they were doing hyperextensions versus reverse hyperextensions, what had a better benefit for uh, the hamstring, the glutes, and the biceps femoris. And the, the, um, the hip, or the, uh, the hyperextension, it, it had more, uh, and they, they put electrum, um, so they put an EMG on muscles as well to measure the, the, the tension and uh, the response of the muscles. This is how they, uh, measure. So if you have like a muscular wasting disease, this is how we measure in labs uh, if, if a muscle is firing. So even um, they're even using it in, in people that have like um, uh, ALS, Parkinson's, things like that. We can track how the muscle contracts. And, uh, um, and so pre they pretty much found that the hyperextensions were activating more glutes and more hamstring. Um, but that was because that the reverse hyper, they didn't control how they process momentum. So uh, they, they predict and they assume that it was because of momentum that there wasn't as much response in the glutes for the reverse hyper versus the hyperextension. So if you've ever done a reverse hyper, you know for a fact, you feel it in your glutes and they've done, and they put the same plates on each. So they did a 20 kilogram plate on the reverse hyper. And then they also had them hold a 20 kilogram, God, can't even talk, kilogram plate uh, on their chest for their hyperextensions. So the same amount of weight, same amount of load and uh, hip hinge, same thing. So um, again, being controlled 
uh, and the movement of the reverse hyper, you're gonna see better results in your glute activation and your hamstring activation. And even barbend.com, they go through this as well. So they will give you the benefits of the reverse hyper, the more glute and hamstring isolation. You feel it for sure, a better hip extension. So they, the journal also says that, um, so the, the lower back, so the rectus femoris, um, or, or yeah, is it the rectus femoris? Uh, let's see, before I like spout off wrong stuff, because I know how you guys like to, to pick apart stuff. Oh man, the rectal spine, yeah, so, so the rectals on your spine, so they, I don't remember which exact muscle that they were, the rectus spine, yeah, yeah, okay, so the rectus spine, they were, um, that's what activated the most for the reverse hyper, so it, it's able to, to protect your, your lower back. And so I have too many people that say, oh, I can't do this deadlift or I can't do this squat because my lower back hurts. I've had a history of uh, bulging discs. I had a history of this, I had a history of that. Well, you know what's funny is that there are people with rods and pins in their spines and they're still squatting heavy weight. There's a guy, uh, squat like Chow, or I think that's his name, uh, Ben Chow. Anyways, he is a hostile athlete. He was in a total wreck on a, um, on a, like a speed bike and he had to have major surgery, but he still squats like 600 pounds. Right. And he does it for reps. It's crazy. So his spine has to be jacked up. Right. He even went through sepsis. Like his body has had to have been wrecked. There's many powerlifters out there, strong men that have so many injuries. The fact that you're using a, a, you're saying that, Oh, I have a weak point. I have a weak chain or a weak link in my chain, I'm just not going to address that. And I'm just going to continue using that as an excuse, build up muscles around it and not even, and then I'm going to be worse off in the long run. So if you don't use the proper techniques and the proper tools, we have tons of tools out there now and they're cheap tools. You, you can strengthen that area. It doesn't matter. Like I have a bulging disc and my L5, I still squat and I still deadlift, right? So I still squat 405 for reps. I still deadlift 595, 600 without a belt. And I don't use belts. And you can attest that to people at my gym. I don't use a belt in the gym. And I've, I'm fine. And it's because I do these preventative exercises, movements to be able to strengthen that area. Do I get sore? Yeah, I get sore. Do I need to? accommodate rest days? Yeah. Do I need to roll out? Do I need to have faster release? Yeah. You got to do all that stuff. But if I didn't do reverse hypers, if I didn't do hyperextensions, if I didn't, um, use, uh, lift, uh, um, uh, Olympic shoes for lifting. If I have an ankle issue or stiff ankles that day, if I want to focus on my quads. I will put wedges underneath my feet. You know, you can go buy them at Lowe's, Home Depot, Tractor Supply Company, just little metal wedges that they use for ramps. Um, you can have different heights for them. You buy them on Amazon. You don't need to put a plate under there. This provides the angle that you need to hit your quad uh, so you can get that quad sweep and you don't need to destroy your, your plantar fascia, okay? There's many ways around it. So I would like for people to stop showing these exercises of hip barbell loaded hip thrust 
because that's not carrying over. If you can, if you if you show your barbell loaded hip thrust, and if you can show me that same girl lifting real weight of that same barbell uh, hip thrust, okay. And if you can do that time after time and do the same amount of reps, cool. Or even a percentage, even like 80%, 75%. I mean, something. But the fact is that 99% of you aren't going to be able to do it. But yet you still show it because it's impressive on Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, whatever you guys want to do. And uh, it's not carrying over. And you're just pretty much showing off a fake persona. So it's not helping you out. And uh, people will figure it out here in the, in the future. So I, that's it, man. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you think about hip thrust, barbell loaded hip thrust. I'm not talking weight, uh, body weight. I'm not talking banded. I'm not talking about just activation or um, muscle recovery. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about barbell loaded hip thrust. Okay. Don't be that person. Like, share, comment, subscribe, and talk to you guys next about, hey, maybe the plates under the feet and the bands under the feet. You're going to hate me. <laughs>